Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's the PIAA District 3 5A Boys Basketball Final featuring your Exeter Eagles taking on the Mannheim Central Barons. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at pennstatehealth.org and the new Birdies Inn, where there's always something new with the old inn. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Darren Ziner and Ian Kelsey. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Exeter Eagles Varsity Boys Basketball pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network brought to you by Jerry Gelliff Media. Today, it's the District 3 Class 5A Championship coming to you live from the Giants Center, Hershey, PA. And it all gets started after these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. 2255. Oli Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food, supplies, and so much more. Featuring all of the prime brands and your pet's favorite food, they also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products, plus chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks. Oli Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All this in unmatched customer service. That's Oli Valley Feed, 143 Cleaver Road in Oli. On the web at olivalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Joined in the Exeter Sports Network booth by Ian Kelsey, Jerry Gellif, our producer. I'm Darren Ziner. Ian, Jerry, who would have known a few short months ago that we'd be here live, Hershey, Pennsylvania, the Giant Center for the District 3 Class 5A Championship, Exeter's first appearance in a 5A final since 1980. Since 1980. That's a long time, man. Um, these boys have earned it. They've worked hard all season, and they've played great defense and shared the ball really well. So hopefully they can continue today. Darren, I hate to be braggadocious, but I knew this was coming from the beginning of the season. I had breakfast with Matt Ashcroft, and he told me how happy he was with his team, and I took him at his word. When you combine that with the fact that this is, without question, the golden age of sports in Exeter, we had no choice but to be here. Indeed, it is a renaissance of sorts with Exeter Township right now in the sporting department. So talking about tonight's game, Exeter coach Matt Ashcroft 
He brings the Eagles into the game, 22-6 overall. They're the number three seed in 5A. They come into today's game battle-tested on the heels of Monday's gritty, gutsy 50-46 semifinal win over the seventh-seeded Hershey, Hershey Trojans. And after a tight first quarter, Trojans had a 10-8 lead. Exeter Ian battled the entire way. A solid Trojans defense keeping Exeter their offense at bay. Hershey actually had the 22-20 lead at halftime. They had the 22-20 lead at halftime, and they came out just really aggressive with their guard play. Sweeney really attacked on the inside and really caused us a lot of trouble. But in the second half, Eagles defense really started cranking it up, and then Zion just and, and Cheese really just took the game over. Zion Paschal determined to will Exeter to the victory. He had nine points in that third quarter. Add to that, and we'll be talking about this for a long time, that jumper on the left side, just inside three, falling away, one-footer, Hits it, gives them the two-point lead after three, the momentum they needed going into that fourth quarter. He was determined to not be going home before he gets a district finals game today. So he was really just him and Cheese, they just carried that team to the, to the finish line that game. That bucket from Zion Paschal gave Exeter their first lead since 3-2 early in the first. So that tells you as far as how back and forth. Of course, Exeter being down eight points, two separate times in that game. And as Coach Ashcroft said, playing a team like the Trojans, that's basically being down 16. Yeah, that's, that's because Hershey played really well on the defensive end also. So you got to give them a lot of credit. It caused a lot of havoc for Exeter. But somehow, some way, Zion and the rest of the boys, they found a way to pull that game through. Zion finishes with 16. Anthony Cachese, another monster game. They established him down low in the post. Mm -hmm. 16 points, 13 rebounds, three blocks. And Ian, on a night when Exeter didn't get that balanced scoring that we're accustomed to seeing, Anthony Zion put the team on their backs and said, you know what, we've got one more game to play here. That senior leadership that we've been talking about all year. Those two guys have carried and carried and carried, and now they can need one more game just to carry to the finish line. And Ian, a bonus, as we watch warm-ups out on the floor, the Eagles have Reese Garvin back. Obviously, he hasn't played in a little while since that leg injury, but certainly a boost to have him, and it'll be interesting to see how he's used tonight. Yeah. Well, he, right now, he just looks like he's moving around really well, and he's not get, limping out there. So let's see what happens uh, as the game goes on, if it gets tightened up on him or not. We'll have more pregame comments. After this commercial break, we will turn it over to Super Producer Jerry for these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. 
Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We'll talk about the Barons of Mannheim Central as the game progresses, getting ready for the starting fives on each team. The Blue Crew out in force today. We expect to certainly hear them if Exeter can get it rolling early. They're looking over to the Exeter Eagles. They're going to start with them. And of course, your starting lineup, number one, the captain, five foot, 10 inch senior guard, Zion Paschal. Number four, the six foot, three inch junior forward, Kevin Sens. Number 14, Teddy Snyder, the six foot, one inch senior guard. Reese Garvin will get the start tonight. He's a six foot, three inch junior guard. And of course, the big man in the middle, six foot, seven inch senior center, Anthony Cachese. So the Eagles lineup announced. We move to the Mannheim Central Barons. They'll get started with Trey Grube. He's a 5'11 senior guard. He basically has all the tools. Finishing with 21 against Mechanicsburg. He'll lead the team. They'll move to a six foot three inch junior forward, Aaron Enterline. Number five, Jackson Tracy, a five foot nine inch junior guard. And a six foot senior guard, Zach Benner. Number 15, Chase Book. Interesting about him, Ian. He's a freshman yeah. starting on this Mannheim Central team. That's a real talented team right there. I'm like, this kid grew up with 1,700 career points, averaging 22 points for this season. That's really impressive. We will go silent for the playing of our national anthem.
a spirited and packed crowd in the house tonight. Really good crowd. I'm like, Exeter really traveled well today. They represented really nice. They absolutely are. Letting you know, Mannheim Central coached by Charlie Fisher, 22 and five overall. They're the first place seed in District 3, Class 5A. Coming off a 70-52 win over Mechanicsburg to get to tonight's final. In that game, Ian, the Barons hit their first 10 shots, going 16 of 19 from the field in the first half, eight threes, taking a 41-24 lead. So Exeter won't be able to let them loose at the perimeter because the Barons could make them pay. Well, they don't like, they do like to shoot a three. I watched them a number of times uh, during, the, during the, this week, and I really, look and see how they would like to play and they'd like to shoot the threes and they should like to shoot the three a lot. Cachese and Enterline will tip it off. Cachese has it back to Zion Paschal and we are underway in Hershey. Exeter left to right on your radio dial in their black jerseys, white and blue trim, white lettering and numbering. Get it inside to Cachese. He's getting bodied up a little bit by Benner. Get it back to Kevin Sens. He's looking to drive, and he does off the left side with the left hand, and he scores. Kevin's first bucket, 2-0 Exeter. He needs to stay aggressive just like that as the game goes on. Zach Benner will lead the offense thus far. Gets it back to Jackson Tracy. Bring it over to Groob. He's trying to drive on Zion Paschal. Gets around him off the glass and scores. And a foul on Zion will send Groob to the line for one. That's something against Marcus Sweeney. Exeter's going to have to find a way early. Groob's going to try yeah. to get to the hoop. They're going to have to slide over and cut that off. They, they realize that that's one of Exeter's weakness, not keeping the guards out of the paint. The free throw is no good, so we're tied at two. Seven minutes to go here in the first. Zion Paschal gets it to Kevin Sends deep right beyond three. Inside to Anthony Cachese, up off the glass and scores. Nice feed from Kevin Sends. One move facing the bucket. Off the glass and he scores. It's 4-2 Exeter. Zach Benner has it, trying to drive on Sends. He shuts that down. Enterline has it, looking to drive on Cachese, but gives up the ball. Here's a dribble left to right, a jumper free throw line. <laughs> Chase Book doesn't get it to fall, but they call a foul. They're going to call it on Reese Garvin. It's in the act of shooting. So Book will go to the line for two. His first is up and good. Ian, that is something where... Reese has to get his basketball legs, like, maybe a little slow on the reach there. No, it's, uh, it's, it's going to take a little bit for him to get his legs back on him. He's been off for two weeks now. Book hits the second. We're tied at four, 6.30 to go here in the first. Paschal has the dribble. Bring it to the right side. Sends looking for Cachese, but Benner. Here's Reese Garvin putting up a three, no good. Rebounded by the Barons. Group trying to push it, but Paschal picks him up. Hand it off to Book. Here's Group trying to drive. Give it to Book, far left corner. Bring it back out to enter line, back to Book. He's looking to drive on Reese Garvin, but nothing there. Give it back to enter line. He's 
going to try and make a move. But before he does, they're going to call a foul. This is going to be one of those really tightly called games that they're not going to let a whole lot go. Some of those fouls are just really not even a foul. The Barons inbound the ball. Groove has it, trying to drive on Paschal. Paschal's able to strip him. Cachese has it, gets it ahead, descends, driving the floor, can't get the layup to fall. Enterline challenged it. It goes off of Teddy Snyder's foot. It's going to be Barron's ball. You have to finish that shot. You have to make that layup or give a ball fake and then fly by and then finish the shot. But you, 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 that's an easy shot to make. The Barons inbound the ball. Tracy has it for them. Hands it off to Enterline beyond three right side. Bring it back to Book. Zion's able to knock it away from Groove. They try to get it inside, but Zion knocks it out of bounds. So it'll stay Barron's ball. Well, the defense is real active right now. They, they need to keep on and just keep the guys out of the paint. Groove gets it to Benner, looks for something inside, gets it back outside for a three from Book, no good. Kevin Sens has it, slows it down. Looking left, gets it to Zion Paschal, beyond three left side. He's got a pick up high, a give and go from Cachese. Nice handoff, a cutting. Reese Garvin off the glass with his left hand and scores. His first bucket, 6-4 Exeter, 4.50 to go here in the first. Zach Benner has it, hands it off to Groob. Groob brings it left to right with the dribble, 10 feet beyond, gets a high pick from Enterline, trying to drive on Paschal, nothing there. Hands it off. Ultimately bounced outside to Book, taking a look to see what's there. Tracy doesn't have anything on Snyder. Enterline thinking about moving on Cachese, and he goes up for a shot, and Cachese has the block. Gets it to Zion Paschal on the fast break. Enterline comes from behind and knocks it away, so the Barons come the other way. Get it ahead to Jackson Tracy. He's able to put it off the glass on a fast break and score. His first bucket on the night. We're tied at six. 4-10 to go here in the first. Zion Paschal has the dribble in the offensive set. Give it to Kevin Sens. Reese Garvin tries a three. That's short. Rebounded by the Barons. Jackson Tracy has it. Get it in the corner to enter line. He spots up for a three. No good. Zion Paschal runs down the rebound. Like He's got the dribble. He'll slow it down. Like you said, Darren, Reese needs to get his legs back on him. His, his first couple of shots, is, they're flat. Here's Teddy Snyder putting up a three. Deep left, no good, but Reese Garvin flies in, gets the rebound. It'll be a Barron's foul on Jackson Tracy. There's what we've been missing with Reese Garvin. Talk about that rebound right there, yeah. flying in from the right baseline, getting the foul. That's exactly what we've been missing. We need that length. And, and he's just so athletic to be able to get to the ball. And he, and he sees, he's got those long arms. Inbound to Zion Paschal as he's trying to get it back to Reese Garvin. It goes off of Tracy's leg. So it'll stay here with Exeter. Zion's looking, he's looking, he's looking. Reese Garvin has it. Gets it inside mm -hmm. or tries to to Anthony Cachese. He can't get it, tries to run it down. And ultimately it's tied up on the floor. So this will be a possession arrow. Colin Niles in the game now for the Barons, so the Barons will get it on possession. 
One of those tried to get it to Anthony pretty quickly over the shoulder. He couldn't quite corral it, ended up battling for it on the floor. And the Barons tie it up. Here's Group trying to drive a jumper. No good on the right side. Mm -hmm. They can't, Exeter can't corral the rebound, but Niles does and puts it off the glass and scores. That's the thing. All season we've been having a problem on the defensive boards. We, just, we have to clean that up right now. Mannheim Central has an 8-6 lead, 2.50 to go. Here's Anthony Cachese, an 8-foot turnaround jumper. Left side, he hits it. His second bucket, he's got four. We're tied at eight. Enterline has the dribble, looks to move on. Cachese tries to throw up a shot, no good. There's what Anthony's so good at, changing the shot. Zion Paschal brings it down. Ultimately on the pass, turns it over. They get it ahead to Enterline. He goes in, can't control the ball though. And ultimately it's a wild attempt. Goes out of bounds off of the Barons and it's Exeter ball. Talk about a missed opportunity for Mannheim Central that there. That was a great opportunity for him to, for him to make that easy layup. And I don't know what, the ball must have slipped off his hand or whatever. Kevin Sens has the dribble for Exeter on the right-hand side. He gets it to Zion Fashel. They play catch beyond three. Now Reese Garvin has it over three. They get it inside to Cachese. Bounces it out to Zion Paschal for a three, and he drills it. Beautiful inside, outside from Anthony to Zion Paschal. He drills it. It's 11-8 Exeter, 1.55 to go here in the first. And a timeout on the floor. It's a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it right here. But Ian, good to see Exeter as we may not have seen the last couple games at the beginning of the game, they're matching the Barons' intensity early. Yeah, they're, they're matching their intensity, and they're keeping those guys out of the paint from driving and finishing. Um, that inner line layup, well, that's just, I don't know what happened there. But it looked like um, it slipped right, out slipped of his, his hands. Hand. But I I'm think a, it could have been, I, I want to slam it, because he's got that ability yeah. to slam. And I think it was a tweener, and he loses I mean, the ball, mm -hmm. and at that point, of course, it becomes Exeter ball. But yeah. Uh, certainly on the offensive set, a beautiful set of passing on that last offensive set. Outside to Reese. Reese gets it right into Anthony. Anthony bounces it out because they're trying to suck in on the double team. Zion makes them pay. And that's exactly what they got to do. Just, just be patient and see the floor. Don't force the passes and find an easy lane to make the passes come through. Sam Whitmer into the game for the Barons. Tracy has the dribble. Groob gets it back. Zion Paschal all over him. Bring it to enter line, top key left. Anthony Cachese on him. Enterline not even looking to make an offensive move. He, he wants to drive the ball, so Anthony just needs to just stay back because he doesn't want to shoot that three-pointer. Enterline has it now. Bring it back to Tracy. He's looking to drive Alex Kelsey in the game. Here's a three on the far left from Colin Niles, and he hits it. He's got five. We're tied at 11, 110 to go here in the first. And Ian, there's that three that they, they've got to get a hand in the yeah, face. Yeah. They have to do a better job closing out. They know what they want to do. Here's Alex Kelsey driving the lane, a dish to Anthony Cachese off the glass, scores. Six points for him, a two-point Exeter lead. We're under a minute to go. Anthony was grabbed on the wrist on that shot also. Here's Groove with a 12-foot jumper right baseline. He hits it. 
his fourth point on the night. Tied at 13, 35 seconds on the clock. Exeter in the offensive set. Alex Kelsey has the dribble beyond three. Over to Reese Garvin on the left side, gets it back to Kevin Sens for a soft mm. jumper in the lane, no good. Rebounded the Barons, Whitmer. He's got the dribble. Bring it back to Groove. They may be looking for the last shot of the quarter. 13 seconds to go. Zion Paschal doing a great job on Groove. They look for a, a high pick there. Nothing there. Zion Paschal bodying him up. Nothing there. And as they try to get it across to Niles, there's Kevin Sens cutting the lane to knock it out of bounds. And the first quarter buzzer rings. 13 all. After one. Love this guy. Ian's favorite group. I love this guy. He loves it. He, 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 he loves this uh, singing group. One, one twelve, baby. All right. One, two, three. That's the name, right? <laughs> We've played one. We'll be back while they enjoy the music. This is the Exeter Sports Network. My lips, I love you. Can't get enough of you. Always again of you. So sweet, I can't forget. So good, girl, you make me sweat. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Looking at first quarter scoring, Anthony Cachese leading the way with six. Zion Paschal on that three. Of course has three. Kevin sends Reese Garvin adding a bucket for the Exeter 13. For the Barons, Colin Niles leads them with five. Trey Grube four. Exeter has the ball to start the second. Get it to Kevin Sens inside to Cachese. Ultimately, as he goes up, Trey Groob came back door, was able to get a hand on it, so Cachese couldn't get a shot up. They call him for a travel. So Barron's ball. Tracy leading the way with him right now. Get it to Groob, Zion Paschal all over him. They try to have a high pick set with Niles. He drives on Cachese, a lot of contact, but no call. Here comes Zion Paschal on the fast break. Bring it to Teddy Snyder. Stops, pops a three, no good. But there's mm. Alex Kelsey with the rebound, but they're gonna call him for a foul. They're gonna call him for a push. Mm. Not sure that was actually a push. Looked like a solid rebound, but nonetheless, the foul called. Exeter four team fouls thus far in the half. The Barons with one. The Barons in the offensive set. Benner has it on the right. Kevin Sens guarding him. They rotate the ball around three. Get it to the deep right. They're going to call a foul on Exeter on Zion Paschal with an elbow. Zion not exactly sure what they're calling. But the Barons bring it in. 7.05 to go here in the second. We're tied at 13. 
The Barons in the offensive set. Niles thinks about a three. Cachese guarding him. Here's a give and go. Niles takes the three. It's no good. Alex Kelsey has the rebound. He gets triple teamed, but before the ball knocked away, they call the foul. It's going to be on Trey Groove. We're, we're going to be in this foul trouble game again. It's going to be a problem if that's, if that's the case. They are calling a very tight game, so it's something that you have to be aware of. Don't give up the foolish fouls as far as a slap or a, a block, something along those lines. They will have to be very careful yep. with that. Exactly. So Exeter in the offensive set. Teddy Snyder has it on the left-hand side. Backs out the dribble. Sets it up again. Hands it off to Zion Paschal. Bring it to Alex Kelsey, who's driving the lane. Takes some contact. <laughs> throws it up. Can't get it to fall. But there's Anthony Cachese to clean up the glass and put it back. He's got eight. And Exeter has a two-point lead. 6.25 to go here in the second. Kevin sends great defense on the left side against Book. They try to get it inside. Have to bounce it back out to enter line. Cachese on him. Whitmer trying to go back door. Nothing there. Alex Kelsey does a nice job closing that off. Here's a trying to drive. Left to right, nothing there. Benner gets baseline, and Anthony Cachese blocks it. Here was getting it up ahead on a fast break to Alex Kelsey, who puts it off the glass and scores. That's his first bucket of the night. A Great four, defense. A four-point Exeter lead, 17-13, 5.40 to go here in the second. Zion Paschal all over Whitmer. Rotated left, Groob tries to get by Alex Kelsey. I think that was more, Groob was a little more out of control, but because Alex was all over him, they'll call him for the block. That's gonna be Alex's second, the sixth team foul at the 5.30 mark of the second. Reese Garvin back in the game, as is Aiden Dauble. Teddy Snyder takes his seat. Here's Whitmer trying to drive on Paschal, not there. Enter line trying to drive on Cachese, goes up and under the basket. A nice athletic move there, and he scores. That's his first bucket of the night, 17-15. Here's Kelsey driving the lane, goes in hard off the glass and scores. He's got four. That's the four-point lead. Enter line trying to drive, but decides to hand it back to Benner. Benner looks to drive, puts up a soft floater in the lane, no good, but there's Reese Garvin skying for the rebound. Alex Kelsey has it, slowing down the offense, crossing midcourt, left to right, pass it to Zion Paschal, far left beyond three. He backs it out, he's looking for the offensive set. Alex Kelsey bounces out, gets the pass, he's got the dribble. Book on him. He hands it off to Zion Paschal, they rotate it to the left side, bring it back to the right. Cachese comes out for a high pick. They have a give and go going. Mm. It's a little far, but he can't get it. Too far under the basket. The Barons have it. Enterline trying to push the issue. Goes up strong off the glass and scores. Enterline's second bucket. He's got four. It's a two-point Exeter lead. Four minutes to go here in the second. Get it inside really quickly to Anthony Cachese on the left side from Alex Kelsey. 
off the glass and scores. He's in double digits with 10. And we've got a timeout on the floor from the Barons. 3.53 to go here in the second. Exeter 21, Mannheim Central 17. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. You make me feel like that. You make me feel like that. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We are back, Hershey, Pennsylvania, the Giants Center, the District 3 5A Championship. Coming out of break, and thus far, you have to like what you're seeing from Exeter. The, their defense is really keeping Grubb in control and the way that they're still moving the ball and attacking the paint is really impressive with me right now. The Barons bring it in, rotating it around three. Tracy has it on the left side, gets it inside to enter line. He thinks about it. Pops a jumper, <laughs> elbow left, and he hits it. Six points for enter line. A two-point Exeter lead. Here's a... a Fire inside pass from Alex Kelsey to Anthony Cachese up off the glass, and he scores. That was a needle. So here's Enterline at the other end looking to drive on Cachese. Ultimately gives it up to Groob. Groob looks to take the shot. Kelsey came out, and Groob traveled. So it'll be... Exeter ball, a four-point lead, 3-10 to go here in the second. It's 23-19. Alex Kelsey gets it to Zion Paschal. He spots up for a three, no good. They battle for it. Aiden Dauble comes down with it, gets it. Ultimately, it bounces around into Reese Garvin's hands. Exeter gets a little too fancy with the ball. It's a turnover, and on the fast break, Whitmer at the other end is able to get it off the glass and score. Twenty-three, twenty-one. Aiden Dauble has it, gets it to Reese Garvin, quick inside. Here's another pass from Zion Paschal to Anthony Cachese. There is no stopping him in the first half. He's got 14, and it's a 25-21 Exeter lead, 2.20 to go here in the second. The passes are just really crisp and fast tonight, so that's... They try to get it inside to Groove, but nothing there. Alex Kelsey knocks it away. Exeter has it. Bring it cross court. They get it inside to Reese Garvin, who's able to put it off the glass. Score, and he's fouled. You talk about the passing. Reese Garvin all alone underneath. Gets it from Zion Paschal that time. A head fake gets the Baron defender in the air. Puts it off the glass and scores, and there's the foul. Okay, that little young fella, Aiden Dobble, created that play by just being patient, grabbing that rebound, pushing the ball, finding his man, and then finding that open guy. And Reese hits the free throw. 
He's got five on the night, and that's a five-point Exeter lead two minutes to go here in the second. The Barons in the offensive set. Chase Book has it. Bring it back to Zach Benner. He's being guarded by Reese. Give it to Groob. He's trying to do something against Zion Paschal, but nothing there. Zach Benner runs it down for the Barons. He's got the dribble, trying to do something on Reese. Nothing there. Aiden Dauble with some good defense on a right-to-left dribble. Give it off to Enterline. He's looking a left-to-right dribble on Cachese. Can't do anything with it. Backs it out. Passes it to Zenner. He's looking to drive on Reese Garvin. Nothing there. Looking for a back door to Groob. Nothing there. A bad shot, but they call the foul. Wow, okay. That's a tough one. He was under the basket, didn't have an angle at all. They call the foul to bail him out. So Groob will go to the line for two. You're absolutely right, Darren. That was a total bailout on that call. First one in the air and good. Groob will have one more. It's on the way, no good. And Reese Garvin with the rebound. Groob one for three from the line tonight. 28-22 Exeter, 1.15 to go here in the second. Kevin Sens back in the game. He's got the dribble playing catch with Zion Paschal, deep three. Bring it to the right side, Aiden Dauble. Here's Reese Garvin, he gets it baseline right. Tries to drive, drops it, able to get it back. A strong move to the basket. Can't get it to fall, but he's fouled. He'll go to the line for two. Well, he looks pretty good tonight. He's moving around really well. It like, doesn't seem like he's, that injury is really affecting him at all. I would agree. Nice thought there. Could have put the three up, but made the shoulder fake and drove. And the first free throw rolls around and drops. Well, his first couple of three-pointers in the fall and felt like it was flat, so he probably just started, like, let me just try to get to the get an easy basket. Second free throw up, nothing but net. He's three for three from the line tonight. Seven points for him, and it's a seven-point Exeter lead. 102 to go here in the second. The Barons bring in the ball. Tracy has the dribble left to right, trying to go all the way on Paschal. They get it back out to Groob. Alex Kelsey knocks it away from him, but the Barons run it down. Niles tries a three, but Whitmer ultimately is able to go back door, take the ball away from Cachese. Goes up for a shot that doesn't fall, but they'll call Cachese for the foul. That'll be his second. Yeah, he just didn't see him come from the backside and it just surprised him. Sometimes you just got to give that layup up. Whitmer will go to the line shooting too. The first is short, no good. He'll have one more. It's on the way, and that one's good. 45 seconds to go here in the second. It's a 30-23 Exeter lead. Zion Paschal has the dribble. Crossing midcourt. Bring it to the near side to Kevin Sens. He's got the dribble, looking to set it up. Back it back out to Zion. 30 seconds on the clock. Exeter may just hold on to this for the last, unless they have a real good look inside. 20 seconds, Aiden Doble gets it to Alex Kelsey, top key, bounce it out to Kevin Sens beyond three on the left side. 
winding down to 10 seconds in the quarter. Kevin Sens has it. Alex Kelsey has it. We're down to five seconds. Kelsey looks to drive, but before he gets to the basket, they call the foul on Jackson Tracy. That'll be his second. Now it would be nice to have a really clean inbounds play right now to get Kachese a layup. Four and a half seconds to go. Exeter will inbound it to the left of their own basket. Get it to Kevin Sens. Inside to Zion Paschal. He can't get it, but Anthony Kachese at the buzzer puts it back, and it counts. Way to finish the half on that bucket. Way to be there, Anthony. Good job. We have played one half here in Hershey. It's Exeter 32, Mannheim Central 23. We will be back with halftime comments after this break. It is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media. The new Birdies Inn is the hangout spot in Exeter. In addition to entertainment every night, Birdies has a great menu too. Traditional pub food like wings, nachos, and chili, 
as well as non-traditional fare, such as fish and chips, the kielbasa cheesesteak, plus the best burger in Burks. Yes, I said it. The best burger in Burks. Two bars, including the enclosed, until spring that is, deck. Two dining rooms, smiling servers, and great drink specials. The new Birdies Inn, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole, on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Well, Ian, you couldn't have asked anything better if you're an Exeter Eagle. They came out. It's a big stage. You're wondering potentially how they're going to respond. They kept their composure, ultimately tied at 13 after one, but they come out in that second. They establish Anthony Cachese, 10 big points, outscored the Barons 19-10 for a nine-point lead at the half, 32-23. Just the way that they've been playing all year, being unselfish in that solid defense that they've been playing the whole entire season, has, has really showed with the with keeping grub under control and being able to pass and get that simple plays into Anthony by the guards penetrating and causing havoc. They can just drop the pass off to him. And as far as Exeter is concerned, very opportunistic taking what the Barons are giving them. One of those, when they have it out on the perimeter really quickly, I think they're surprising the Barons by going inside so quickly. Mm -hmm and ultimately being able to go over top. Obviously, you've got 6'7", Anthony Cachese. They have tried to do a backdoor in order to double-team him, maybe surprise him, get the ball away. It's worked a couple times, but let's face it, they continually go to him 16 points in that first half, 10 in the second quarter. That's working for him, and the Barons will have to find a way to stop him. And their, and their entry pass is a whole lot better than um, middle middle of the season when time they could had a really hard time getting the passes on the inside. Their entry passes, they they swing the ball, they move the ball, and get Anthony moving so they have an easier pass to get, get him the ball in the post. And let's talk about the defense. You know, Troy Group comes in here, he's all everything, mm -hmm. and 
Zion set the tone early. It was one of those, you're not driving on me. Yes, they called a couple fouls on him early, but he's only got, I think, two at the half. So at that point, Zion is doing what Zion does. He is going to shut you down, holding Trey Grube to five points. So five points. I'm like, that's impressive because you know exactly what he wants to do, and you know how he wants to get open and get those threes off, and you're not letting him do that. He got one uh, bucket in the paint. Okay, we can live with that. But I'm like, as long as he's not taking those three-point wide-open looks, that he, I'm like, and Zion, you, you know his pride on defense. He prides himself on playing defense. So he's doing his job like he always does. One other concern we may have had about Exeter only because of what we've seen in the last couple of games as far as open threes for the opposition. Yeah. Well, give Exeter credit in that first half. They were on them. They were not given open threes. And when you take a look at the Barons, 1-3 in that first half. So Exeter's defense, Kevin Sens, Alex Kelsey, of course, Reese Garvin back. He's been a huge addition, but that defense is coming up big so far. Coach Ashcroft had a great game plan on the defensive end for this team coming in. He, he clearly watched the videos and saw exactly what he wanted to do. And I was like, he has the, the guards and the players to be able to stop these guys. We've got about a minute and a half to go. Look over at Jerry. We've got time for a quick break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. It's the Saints Sports Network. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Oops. There are times when I start <laughs> and then I realize Jerry's not in here yet. So that was one of those times. Needless to say, looking at Exeter scoring in that first half, of course, Anthony Cachese, 16. Reese Garvin, 7. Alex Kelsey adding 4. Zion Paschal with a 3 to account for their 32. So Ian, Exeter can't get complacent. They've got a nine point lead. It's play the same game that they did in that first half. Play the same game, be aggressive on defense, keep on sharing the ball, and just make sure that you have the right, right passes to get the ball on the inside and be aggressive going downhill. The Barons inbound the ball. Zach Benner has it. Kevin Sens guarding him. Bring it to the right, Tracy. Teddy Snyder guarding him. Roll it to the right side. Cook has it. Reese Garvin on him. They're rotating it outside of three right now. Interline has it on the right. They get it to Groob. It looks like they're going to try to get it inside to him. Here's Enterline looking to drive. Puts up a soft floater in the lane. No good. Reese Garvin with the rebound. Outlets to Kevin Sens. He's going to go up strong off the glass and scores. Nice transition bucket there. Kevin has four. And it's an 11-point Eagles lead. Like the Barons in the offensive set. Like you said, Darren, I'm like, Reese is, 
length, what he's what we've been missing the first two games. I'm like, he came out and he's just cleaning up everything on the glass right now. Really helping us out a lot. Jackson Tracy driving on the left-hand side. Looking to see, I think they call the foul on Reese Garvin. That's his third. Tracy's first free throw, no good, it's short. He's got it, takes a deep breath, a dribble, it's on the way. Second one's good. He's got three points on the night. 34-24 Exeter. And here's Reese Garvin trying to go cross court from 10 feet beyond three to Teddy Snyder beyond three on the right. He airmails it. It's over Teddy's head and a turnover. Those are the types of plays that Exeter can't have. They've got to stay controlled. Stay controlled, be the simple pass to, to the left side instead of trying to go half. Here's mm. Grew putting up a three from way outside. No good. Anthony Cachese has the rebound, hands it off to Zion Paschal. That almost could be a desperation move from Groob. He can't get to the basket, and he's just trying to score. Yeah, he's trying to just trying to see if he can get something going right now. You're absolutely right, Darren. Handed off to Zion Paschal. Tracy guarding him. Zion with the dribble right to left. Bring it to Reese Garvin on the near side. Kevin Sens has it. He looks to drive, but as he does, he shuffles his feet and travels. It's an Exeter turnover, and it'll be Barron's ball. Groove is just like, when you're playing a defense like this, like the guys are constantly in your face, it just makes it difficult to play. Groove has the dribble, Zion on him. Groove puts up a two, but it's an air ball. It's out of bounds. Enterline tried to save it for the Barons, but ultimately his foot was on the end line. Reese Garvin will inbound it for Exeter. The Barons have a press. It's a soft press, albeit. Reese Garvin, the dribble on the left side. He gets by, but ultimately as he gets by the first wave, he's fouled. They'll give the foul to Chase Book. That'll be his second. And Exeter will inbound the ball. Each with one team foul thus far, 6.05 to go in the third. It's a 10-point Exeter lead. Mm -hmm. Teddy Snyder with a three on the mm -hmm. left side. It's short. He runs it down, though, goes in, tries to put it off the glass, but they call a foul. I believe it's going to be on enter line. Nope, they're actually going to give it to Zach Benner. So Exeter will bring it in. Get it inside to Sens. It looked like he took a push, but there's Cachese to try to get it. He can't get it to fall. The Barons come out of it. Groob has the dribble. Bring it near side to enter line. Reese Garvin picks him up. Bring it back to Benner. Over to Groob, who's looking to drive. Backs it out mm -hmm. to enter line for a three straight away. No good. Kevin Sens has the rebound. Hands it off to Zion. Sens gets it back. He's got the dribble on the left side. Setting up the offense, looking right. Bring it left to Reese Garvin. Getting it inside to Anthony Cachese. He can't do anything mm. with it. And as Anthony tries to get it back to Reese, Aaron Enterline mm. takes it the entire length of the floor and slams it home. This time he finishes the way that he, he wanted to finish in the first half. So a little sloppy ball there from Exeter, giving up a few points off turnovers. Mm -hmm. Is this a full timeout? 
Say Suppose that again, I, Jerry. Come yeah. in. Why don't you come on in, Jerry? He's he's he he told him they got to stand, so it's a thirty. Gotcha. All right. I did not see what ultimately he showed us. So it is a 30-second timeout. So, Ian, this is a situation where the Barons come out with a little momentum. Exeter has to settle down, slow it down, and play their game. They have to settle down. I'm like, you're trying to force things that not, you don't need to force. I'm like, stop trying to do extra passes or make extra plays. Just make the simple plays and get, and get a better shot. Reese Garvin has it. Back to Zion Paschal. They're bringing it up court. A soft press here. Get it inside to Kevin Sens. Again, Sens trying a, a quick sloppy pass. It's a turnover. Here's Groob trying to drive on him. Give it to Enterline. Cachese on him. He looks to give it up to Tracy. To Groob on the left side. Kevin Sens on him. He looks to drive on him. But ultimately, they're going to call Sens for the block. It'll be his first. What is that, three turnovers this period already? Yeah, you, you came out with three minutes and you turn the ball over three times. Like, get, be smart. Sometimes you get a little cocky as far as what you did in that first half and you think you can still do it and it doesn't go quite to plan. So the Barons bring it in. Tracy looked for a three, but Zion got on him. Nothing there. Enterline gives it up to Cook who drives, that actually looked like a travel. Puts it up, it's no good. It's tipped and saved by the Barons. The ball's loose on the floor. Alex Kelsey gets it. He gets it ahead to Kevin Sens on the fast break off the glass and he scores. Six points for Kevin Sens. It's back to a 10 point Exeter lead. 4.15 to go here in the third. Barons in the offensive set. Bring it to the right side. Niles has it, gets it to Enterline beyond three straight away. Back to Niles, beyond three on the right. Looking to drive on Kevin Sens, nothing there. Here's Groob trying to put an elbow in. Ultimately a 10-foot jumper right side of the paint and he hits it. He's working hard for his points, that's seven. Exeter breaks a press, get it to Zion Paschal in the middle. Hand it off to Cachese, back out to Reese Garvin, he's bodied up though. Chase Book will get the foul. That'll be his second. It seemed like Coach had a little talk with him after, in that timeout and, and they're settling down a little bit. Stop trying to force everything and just run our offense. Book comes out of the game, Whitmer in. Here's an inbound pass. Back out. Cachese ultimately gets it, throws up a wild shot, no good. Enterline runs it down. Dribbling through the defense, ultimately slows it up, gives it to Tracy, who gives Alex Kelsey a stutter step, and ultimately then trying to catch up, Kelsey fouls him. That'll be his third. It's on the floor. Each with three team fouls, 3.25 to go. Here's a jumper right side, no good. They tip it around, and Reese Garvin grabs it. Hands it off to Alex Kelsey. Coach Ashcroft sets up the play. They get it to Reese Garvin. He's driving, dip it inside to Anthony Cachese. And again off the glass and he scores. 18 for Cachese. It's a 10 point Eagles lead. Three minutes to go here in the third. Here's a pickup high. Tracy hands it off to Whitmer for a three, no good. Alex Kelsey gets it. He's looking to push the issue. 
loses the ball but runs it down, trying to fire it inside to Cachese again, and it's a turnover. Here's the Barons on the fast break, give it to Group for a three, no good. They try to get it back up, but Reese Garvin ultimately coming in from behind. That's gonna be his third. Tracy went down to the floor hard. Shot didn't fall, but he'll go to the line for two. What we need to do on that play was just, Alex just need to pull the ball back out and reset the offense. Tracy's first free throw, no good. Yeah, it's one of those they're looking to make the extra pass inside when it isn't necessarily there, and of course forcing the turnover. Here's the second free throw, and that's short. Reese Garvin has it. Jackson Tracy, one of four from the free throw line. They shoot his free throw like Exeter. And we have a timeout on the court. 2.41 to go here in the third. Exeter 38, Mannheim Central 28. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. And now back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Ian, Exeter has that play to Anthony Cachese all day. They just, like you said, need to slow it down, set the play up, do the inside-outside. Maybe you get a three look, but ultimately they've got to stop the quick, snazzy pass inside, which hasn't been working so far this quarter. We're keeping this team in the game by having five turnovers this period. That's the only reason why they're still in this game. we got to clean everything up right now. Zion Paschal has the dribble right to left. Looking to set it up. Get to Kevin Sens mm. for an elbow jumper. Mm. Free throw line, and it falls. Kevin Sens, eight points on the night. It's a 12-point Exeter lead, 2.20 to go here in the third. Barron's in the offensive set. Whitmer has it. Reese Garvin on him. Get it to enter line, top key. Cachese walks around three for him. Ultimately picks it up. They get it inside to Whitmer. He's able to break free, and he gets it off the glass and scores. Whitmer's second bucket. He's got five. Exeter breaking a press. Zion Paschal has the dribble. He's trapped now, able to get it to Kevin Sens. Ultimately, Reese Garvin got it, tried to give an extra bounce pass to Cachese but it's knocked out of bounds. I think Exeter got lucky right there, but there's a situation a little, you're, you're being unselfish, but you'd like Reese to take that himself. It's right in the middle of the paint. Shoot the ball, buddy. Here's an inbound play. to Reese Garvin under the basket, up with the left hand, and he scores. Nine points for Reese Garvin. 42-30 Exeter, 135 to go here in the third. Barron's in the offensive set, enter line has it. Gets it to Whitmer, who thinks about it, too, just inside of three range. Here's Zach Benner bouncing out. Zion Paschal on him. Here's Group trying to drive. Does on Alex Kelsey. Knocks him to the floor, but he's able to get the, the drive to fall. 
He's got 10. That was a strong take. He's actually has nine points. So Exeter in the offensive set. Get it to Kevin Sens for a three from the right. No good. But Anthony Cachese goes strong for the rebound, but Grube is going to be called for the foul. And you have to think that's legitimate. 6'7", Anthony Cachese, 5'10", Troy Grube. If you're going to go up for it, yeah, you know what? I'd be fouling him, too. I'll foul him, too, man. He's a big man. Yes, he is. So Zion Pasha will bring it in. He's looking, looking. Brings it in deep to Cachese. Get it to Kelsey. He's got the dribble. Bring it to Sens. He's going to drive around Whitmer with a soft jumper. Not there. They battle for it. The Barons come down with it. Tracy trying to push the issue. Gets it ahead. Nice, nice pass to Niles. He can't make the layup, but they call a foul. It didn't look like anybody was around him. I mean, Reese Garvin was in the area, but it didn't look like it was even a slap. But that's going to be Reese's fourth. Oh, my goodness. That was, wow. Uh, that just looked like a missed layup is what it looked like. But needless to say, Niles goes to the line for two. Reese was incredulous as well. The first is up and good. No, it's, it's hard when, time you, when you're getting bumped on the other end and you, you barely get a call. And as soon as you blow on them, you get a call. I'm like, it's ridiculous right now. So Niles will get a second. It's in the air, and it's good. Seven points for Colin Niles. 42-34 Exeter. 40 seconds to go. Exeter breaking the press as we speak. They get it ahead to Kevin Sens. Ultimately, he's double teamed, and he ends up losing the ball. The Barons have it. Tracy over to Groob, spots up for a three, and he drills it. 12 points for Trey Groob. It's a five-point lead. Exeter in the offensive set. A give and go to Zion Paschal. He takes it to the bucket and scores. Five for him, five seconds left. The Barons try to force the issue, but Alex Kelsey does a nice job getting in the lane, knocking it out of bounds. So 3.8 on the clock. It's a seven-point Exeter lead. That's the thing. You, you, give that, you give that kid a even clean look, and he's trying to, he's burying it. Whitmer brings it into Groob. Groob's going to just fire up a long three. No good. Cachese with the rebound outlets, and there's the buzzer for the end of three. 44 Exeter, 37 Mannheim Central. We'll be back with fourth quarter action right after this. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. 
Ian mm. Exeter having a 10 and 12 point lead in that third, but again, became a little undisciplined, not to say that they can't still have the seven point lead, but they need to get back to that discipline from the first half. They were, at, they were up 10 and then they start getting sloppy. Now they need to get back and Coach Ashcroft needed to get them like, settle everything down, play your, your game that you know how to play and let's not turn the ball over this, this period. So Exeter has it to start the fourth quarter. Zion Paschal with the dribble, bring it near side to Kevin Sens, inside to Alex Kelsey, who has it stripped behind him, but gets it back, drives in for the layup and scores. A bit of fortune there mm -hmm. for Exeter. Alex has six, 46-37, 7.35 to go here in the fourth. Here's a give and go with Enterline, but Cachese all over him, Enterline gives it up. Whitmer driving on Cachese, nothing there. Cachese gets a piece of it. Here's Tracy driving. Zion Paschal knocks it away from him. Aaron Enterline ultimately gets it. Whitmer has it beyond three. They slow it down. Get it to Tracy far right. He's looking to drive on Paschal. Gives it up. Here's a long three, no good from Niles. Exeter able to control it. Here's Kelsey driving the full length of the floor. Goes up for a layup, doesn't really get that far because he's fouled as he goes up. So they'll call it on Trey Groob. That'll be his third. Now, if Exeter doesn't turn the ball over this fourth period, they should win this game. I mean, because I, mean, I think they're just a better team. And here are the free throws hitting 62% as a team. Yeah. So free throws will be big going down the stretch, yeah. and the first one's no good. He has to make his free throws. Come on. You know, whether you realize it or not, when he missed that free throw, he looked back here. The second on its way, and it's good. Look back because I'm like, Seven points. do your job, son. Seven <laughs> points for Alex Kelsey, and a timeout on the floor. It's a full timeout from Mannheim Central. 6.56 to go here in the fourth. It's a 10-point Exeter lead, 47-37. See Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is the hangout spot in Exeter. In addition to entertainment every night, Birdies has a great menu too. Traditional pub food like wings, nachos, and chili, as well as non-traditional fare such as fish and chips, they'll kill boss a cheesesteak, plus the best burger in Burks. Yes, I said it. The best burger in Burks. Two bars, including the enclosed, until spring that is, deck. Two dining rooms, smiling servers, and great drink specials. The new Birdies Inn, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Looking at scoring after three quarters of play, Anthony Cachese leading Exeter with 18. Then you've got Reese Garvin with nine, a nice addition on the evening. Kevin Sens with eight. They, they've, they've done a really good job of having that balanced scoring, which we've been talking about all season, again, today. The Barons bring the ball in. Tracy has it. Gives it up to Groove coming off a pick, looking to drive on Alex Kelsey. Nothing there. He gives it up to Enterline, who thinks about a three. Thinks about it a second time. Doesn't take it. And their coach, Charlie Fisher, I think he wants him to take it. 
Now he's going to try and drive on Cachese. Alters his shot, no good. Reese Garvin with the rebound. Fires it out to Alex Kelsey, mm. and he backs it out. Smartly so. Give it to Zion Paschal, who goes with a 10-foot jumper. No good, but Reese Garvin runs it down. Get it to Zion on the opposite side. He looks to drive. Can't get two to fall. The Barons come out with the rebound. A lot of slapping, but no calls. Here's Enterline. He drives, but he's as he tries to mm. hand it off, Zion Paschal has it. He drives the length of the floor. Can't get it to fall, but he's fouled. He'll go to the line shooting two. A little sloppy back and forth there, but it worked out in Exeter's favor. It really looked a little bit discombobulated on that right there, but you get, you get two free throws out of it. Now you have to do is go to the free throw line and do your job. Not sure if they called that on Tracy or not. I think so. That's his second. 6-0-1 to go in the fourth. Manheim Central, six team fouls. Exeter with five. Get in there. The first free throw bounces around and Zion hits it. I, I tell you, Reese is really having a really good game on the defensive glass today. He's, man, he, he, he brings it today for a guy that's been off for two weeks. Zion's second in the air, nothing but net. It's good. Seven points for Zion. 49-37 Exeter, 5.55 to go here in the fourth. The Barons in the offensive set. Enterline has it, looking against Cachese, nothing there. Roll it to the left. They get it back to Enterline. Elbow left for a jumper, and he hits it. Ten points for Aaron Enterline. It's a ten-point Exeter lead. They break a press, get it inside to Anthony Cachese, and he puts it off the glass and scores. Nice bit of passing there from Reese Garvin. 20 for Cachese, a 12-point lead. The Barons have it in the offensive set. Whitmer looking to drive on Reese Garvin, ultimately stops. Gets it to enter line for a three, no good, and Zion Paschal runs it down. He'd be smart to slow it down. They get it to Reese Garvin. He goes across, hey, dishes it to Aiden Dauble on the left-hand side, who puts it off the glass and scores. A great look there. Here's Groob at the other end, drives the length of the floor off the glass and scores. 14 for him. Exeter breaking a full court press. Garvin has mm -hmm. it. A loose pass there to Dauble. It's a turnover. Here come the Barons. Get it to Tracy. He's looking to drive. Reese Garvin does a nice job not picking up foul number five. And as Zion Paschal crosses midcourt, there's a timeout. And I think it's a 30. So we will keep it right here. I'll tell you what, Reese got a little lucky there. Did a nice job as far as just keeping the arm straight up. But it looked like Tracy was going to try to initiate some contact. Well, he's, he, he was definitely trying to get him out of the game because right now he has, what, nine rebounds and nine points. And just this is a guy that hasn't played in two weeks. I'm like, so he brings a lot of energy to this team. And with the multiple assists that he's probably had today. So, I mean, you trying to get him out of the game right now? It would be a big deal. 53-41 Exeter, 434 to go in the fourth. And we, we talk about this. This is where Exeter needs to keep their composure. Sometimes they get a little cocky and some of those passes don't need to be made. Mm. And sometimes you have to be a little selfish, too. If you've got that 10-foot jumper, don't try to make the extra pass. Just take, take the it shot. yourself. Exactly. Just take the shot. 
So Exeter has it. They'll inbound it. Reese Garvin to Zion Paschal. He takes a look at the offense. Aaron Enterline comes out to him. Kevin sends in the game now. Trey Grube on him. Teddy, they try to double Teddy. He gets it to Zion. They play catch with Kevin Sens. Handed back to Reese Garvin. He looks over the situation. Gets it to Sens. The Barons are going to try to double team the ball wherever they can. So Exeter, here's Teddy Snyder. Thought about a three. Gets it to Zion Paschal. He almost loses it. Zion then drives the lane. Puts up a soft eight-foot floater and scores. The same shot that he closed the third quarter with the other night. <laughs> Nine points for Zion. A 14-point Exeter lead. 3.45 to go. Here are the Barons. Zach Zenner trying to put up a shot. No good. Reese Garvin probably in double digits now with his 10th rebound. He's got the dribble crossing midcourt right to left. Get it to Teddy Snyder. He's going to be doubled. Kevin Sens gets mm. what? Oh! Mm. But Anthony's trying. He's battling. We'll give you that. So Reese Garvin gives a beautiful pass to Cachese. Couldn't put the first one down. Couldn't put the second one down. Battled for the rebound that Exeter gets. They're in the offensive set now. Zion Paschal has it. Hits a cutting Reese Garvin before he can put the ball in. He's fouled. I think they'll give it to Trey Groob. That very well could be his fourth. It's a tough night for him to be matching up on any of our guards. You know, he, he, he might be good on the offensive end, but he has to play defense on the, on the defensive end also against They're all making him work all exactly. game. That's right. So Reese Garvin, nice backdoor cut there. They're in the bonus now. Reese hits the first end of a one-on-one. -on -one. Guys, I just consulted with uh, expert Mike Drago, who's sitting next to me. I've got <clears throat> rebounds 24-11 for Exeter. He said, yep, probably right. Exeter doing a nice job moving. They, they actually had that problem against Hershey, but uh, certainly not having the issue tonight. Not at all. So yeah. Reese's second free throw good. He's five for five from the line, and there is a timeout on the floor. It is a full timeout. 2.58 to go here on the fourth. It's Exeter 57, Mannheim Central 41. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. This is the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at the District 3 5A Championship game. 2.58 to go in the fourth. The Eagles have a 57-41 lead. The Barons bring it in. Tracy has it on the dribble. Teddy Snyder guarding him. 
Mm. Teddy mm. really bodying him up. They call him for the foul. He just was a little too handsy on that, so he, he just got to slide his feet on, on that defense. He was in good position to play good defense on him. Exeter had a foul to give. That was their six-team foul. The next one will put him in the single bonus. The Barons in the offensive set trying to get great, uh, Trey Groob open, but Zion Paschal is just glue, and he gets the turnover. As Groob looked to make a pass, Zion Paschal all over him. Exeter breaks a semi-press. Zion Paschal has it now on the left. Get it to Reese Garvin. They double him. Here's a three attempt from Teddy mm. Snyder. Deep three. And there's the exclamation point. Let's go. Let's finish this game out and go home. <laughs> His first bucket. It's a 19-point Exeter lead. Here's a three. Ultimately, uh, that's from Reese's Chase fifth. Book. Reese fouls him. That's a bad foul. It'll be Reese's fifth. He'll foul out of the game. You don't need to challenge a three-point shot when you're up by 19. Just let, let him take the shot and let's rebound. He'll foul out of the game with 11 points. Double-digit rebounds, probably 10 or 11 as well. No, he really came back and had really had a wonderful game today. So I think this was a three attempt from Book that I'm going to guess they're going to give him three. Yeah, so they bring Andrew Bauer in. Give Teddy Snyder. Oh, Teddy Snyder's still in. Kevin Sens came out. Devin Sheeran in the game. Book's first free throw is good. He's got another one coming. It's on the way. That one's good, too. Book four for four from the line thus far. They've really done a really wonderful job just playing good defense in Book the second half. Hits all three of them. It's a 60-44 Exeter lead. Exeter inbounds the ball. They call Zion Paschal for the travel. We've got 2.04 to go here in the fourth. The Barons coming with a press caused Zion to slide his feet a little bit, making the decision. They get it inside to Enterline. He's trying to make a move on Cachese. Does, able to go around him. He puts it in and scores. 12 points on the night there. We were saying in our group chat how we remember what Aaron Enterline did to the football team. Well, it's payback time. Thank you. Zach Benner comes up and fouls Zion Paschal. No. Zion hitting free throw 72% on the year. He's two for two from the line this evening. Make your free throws. Make your free throws. Here's the first. It's on the way. It's good. Good job. Hits the first end of the one and one. And he'll have one more coming. A deep breath, a few dribbles. It's in the air. It's short. No good. Interline has the rebound. The Barons push the ball up the floor. Groob has it. Playing catch with Book. Groob trying to drive on Zion Paschal. He dishes it off to Tracy. And as Tracy decides what to do, slides the feet. 
And as you heard Ian say, it's a travel. It's a turnover, Exeter ball. 61-46 Exeter, 1.38 to go here in the fourth. Teddy Snyder inbounds it to Kevin Sens. Bring it back to Teddy Snyder. They break the press. Zion Paschal has it. He'll look to drive. And there's the situation where Zion could have easily gone in off the glass, tried to be unselfish, get the extra pass, and it's knocked out of bounds. So it doesn't hurt him here. Exeter has it. They'll bring it in. There is Zion Paschal inside to Anthony Cachese off the glass, and he scores 22 for Anthony. Here's, here are the Barons. Ultimately, a drive from Tracy, no good, but Enterline able to put it back. Teddy Snyder puts up a three near side. That's no good. The Barons have it. One minute to go. Exeter has a 15-point lead. Here's Groob. He drives the length of the floor. Nice drive off the glass and scores. 16 points for him. Exeter brings it in. They foul sends right away. It'll be inner line. That'll be his second. If I was Coach Ashcroft, I would not have been happy with Teddy taking that shot at 1-11. They actually give the foul to Zach Benner. That's his third. And Sens will go to the line. Hitting his free throws at 70%. First one on the way, and he hits it. His first attempt on the night. We can smell, we can smell it right now. Ball on the way, and it's in. Good Double job. digits on the night for Kevin Sens. He's got 10, 65-50 Exeter. The Barons in the offensive set. There's Groob putting up a three, and he hits it. Ultimately 19 points, but a little too late. A foul on the Barons being in the double bonus. So Kevin Sens will go to the line for two. It's hard when time you can throw multiple defenders and you can throw Alex and you can throw Zion, then you can throw Sands. It's just, they're so interchangeable on defensive end that it's hard for Grubb to get a shot off. You take a look at the Mannheim Central players, their shoulders have dropped, their hands on their hips. Yeah. I'll be honest, I'm not sure they saw this coming. No, I, they didn't see this coming. They thought they'd be able to get those shots off that they did all the way through the playoff. And it's just hard when time your guy is in your chest the whole night and he's not going to let you breathe. Talk about defense winning games. Exeter has the defense to win games. 100%. Kevin sends his first free throw is good. He's perfect from the line, three for three. A Blue. few dribbles, it's in the air. Go ahead, Jerry. Blue Ridge Cables here covering this, I guess, for Mannheim Central. And they've got, they had a real nice shot. We can see their monitor. They had a real nice shot of Sens up there taking his free throws, man. Kid smiling all the way. He knows his time. He can smell that championship coming. The Barons in the offensive set, they couldn't get it to fall. Kevin Sens has the dribble. 10 seconds to go. Now it's in Zion Paschal's hands, and how fitting is it for him to hold on to that ball while the final four seconds roll off the clock 
and your Exeter Eagles are the District 3-5A champions. An absolutely fantastic game. Well, after, after 43 years, this is well-deserved by the Exeter Eagles. These boys, young men, have earned this victory. Talk about a game to call. You know, Exeter came out with one thing in mind. Anthony Cachese, Zion Paschal, Kevin Sens, Reese Garvin, that entire defensive front, Alex Kelsey holding Mannheim Central's top scorer to 19 points. No, he, and the he, Eagles come out victorious. The group could, he, group could not breathe tonight. And, I, and that's exactly what you do with, with, a, with a shooter. That's exactly what you have to do with him. Continue to just be up in his chest, in his airspace, and close out everything. You here, we are the champions. Jerry, very apropos. How's that? Guys, you know, what I'm looking at here is they, they were so non, not, I don't want to say nonchalant. They were very reserved. They had about 10 seconds where they really celebrated, and then it was right back to business. Got to get on the line. Very, very businesslike. We will take a quick break. Exeter will be receiving their medals and the trophy, but let's take a quick break before we do that. This is the Exeter Sports Network. But it's been no better for Birdie's Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdie's Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more.
are back. They are handing out the medals. And while they do that, we are going to go through the lineup for the players that we have watched all season long, Ian. It started with Zion Paschal, Andrew Bauer, in no particular order, of course, probably alphabetically, if anything, or numeric. Alex Kelsey, Kevin Sens, Genuine Stutzman, Devin Nestor, Jaden Ware, who had a, a big end of the game, the game yes. against Hershey. Teddy Snyder, Reese Garvin, Aiden Dauble, Giuliani, Orby Ochoa, Joshua Terman, Brady Murray, Devin Sheeran, Anthony Cachese, the manager, Marlon Washington. You don't get anything done without a manager. Thank you there. Head coach, Matt Ashcroft, and the assistants, Conlon Crick, Colin Noggle, Tyler Chappelle, Justin Ashcroft, and Sean Seidel. What a year. Of course, it's not done yet as they head to the PIAAs and a home game. Home game. Listen, that's the next Friday. Uh, it's, I'll, I'll take a look. It's in my notes, but we will uh, let you know when that one is. So they continue to go through the medals and the teammates. There you go, Matt Ashcroft. Look at that, not only as a player, but now as a coach. Four years it took him to turn it around. It's well, it's, it's well deserved by Coach Ashcroft. I'm like, this, like I said before the season started, this was his best team that he's had in his four years. And there's the trophy, the big cheese, Anthony Cachese holding it high. I don't think anybody's taking out of his hands mm -hmm. if he holds that thing high. But what a game. Exeter comes out, and that second half, they absolutely owned it. In fact, when you take a look, it was that fourth quarter they... They were actually outscored in the third, 14-12. Of course, they had the nine-point lead. It was the second quarter propelling them to the nine-point lead. Uh, ultimately, it got chopped by two to seven after three. But then outscoring the Barons 23 to 16 in that fourth quarter, and there's the victory. Once they stop turning the ball over, they take full control of that game. That third quarter was sloppy. That's why they got so close. And then once Exeter stopped turning the ball over in that fourth, they started separating. I'm like, because they were, they were a better team, they are a better defensive team, they are a better all-around team than um, Central um, Mannheim. And we've talked about it. It took a little time to gel as far as the guards, the forwards getting it inside to Anthony. Earlier in the season, we've talked about this a lot where they were forcing the issue. They, were, they weren't giving Anthony the ball in a position or a spot where he could turn and put it off the glass. And let's face it, there were times Anthony probably had two or three attempts and they weren't falling. Yeah. So call it on yeah. both ends mm -hmm. where not only did the guards give him the ball there, and maybe that had something to do with it, where Anthony could turn, put it off the glass, and a big 22 points tonight. It's a huge 22 points. I'm a, look, like you said, at the beginning of the season, I'm like, he wasn't finishing some of those shots. So I'm like, you can't just blame it on not, not getting the ball on the inside. But once he started learning how to finish the shots and they started making those simple passes and getting the ball in to him, it just made the game so much easier for them. And the guard's going downhill, and he's doing his job. It's, it's just this is what happens, the result that they get, being a champion of district. 
talking about balanced scoring all year long. Of course, the latter part of the season, Exeter found it. Didn't have it really in the Hershey game. I know Zion 16, mm -hmm. Anthony 16. It really wasn't what we were accustomed to. Taking a look at tonight, a totally different story. Mm -hmm. We mentioned Anthony's 22. Then you take a look, Kevin 12, Reese a huge return, mm -hmm. 11. Mm -hmm. Zion 10, Alex 7. And you also throw in there Teddy and Aiden Dauble with points. That is the balanced scoring that will get you a District 3 5A championship. What better way to end the season than having all those guys being able to contribute just the way that they did? From 22 to 11 for Reese, I'm like, and the rebounding that he came back and gave this team was just really a strong thing. The defense, huge. When, and what Exeter did tonight, too, they, they mixed it up. Mm -hmm. When Groob was, of course, early, Zion Paschal on him, he frustrated him. Frustrated mm -hmm. him because he couldn't get to the basket. And in that first half, there weren't a whole lot of drives. No. Groob might take a, a few dribbles towards the basket. Zion would body him up. He would try to dribble right to left or left to right. Zion was having nothing mm -hmm. of it in the paint. Frustrated him. And then Exeter, give Coach Ashcroft a lot of credit on the game plan, started mixing it up. Now Reese bounces out. Now Kevin bounces out. So it was a trio that had him on defense, frustrating him. He got points, but he got a lot of them late. He got a lot of them late. And I will take him getting those points late in, 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 in trash time instead of in the regular game time and getting them warm and getting him in the, in the rhythm. And he never got in that rhythm tonight. Well, Ian, Jerry, what a year it has been. It, it doesn't, and you close it out with the championship. Yes, I, you know, you say, can it get any better than this? Yeah, we go to the PIAAs. I understand that. But what an incredible win in an incredible crowd and an incredible sight here at the Giants Center in Hershey. Just fantastic. I want to go back to that comment I made before about having a breakfast with Matt Ashcroft before the season. Matt, where is the season going to end up? Jerry, we could win district championship, and from there, sky's the limit. He called it three weeks before the season. Yeah, that when, when you can have that kind of foresight, he is Nostradamus. He is, and, and you know what else? He's the nicest man you'll ever meet. He's so, he's good to everybody. I mean, like the other night, it took him a long time to get to us. He was coming over. Mm -hmm. He apologized to us yeah. because it took him so long. It speaks to the character of the man, I think. Mm -hmm. And he has clearly transferred that down to the kids. The kids, again, what I said before, they celebrated for about half a minute, shook hands, back to business. That's him. There is a lot to be said as far as how you act is how you are led. And certainly in all season long, Coach Ashcroft has, he, he's been fantastic to us, making himself available, Absolutely. making players available to us. Absolutely. And it, it truly has been an honor and a privilege to be able to watch these kids play, to promote these kids, and obviously today's game. We are waiting for Ashcroft as he does another interview. So you can rest be assured. So we are going to stall. 
here at the Exeter Sports Network. One thing about tonight's game, when you take a look at the Barons, Ian, nine threes against a... Well, I'm waiting for some security to tell us what's going on. So... What was that, Ian? <laughs> I can't take my... I couldn't wear my hat, but I had my hat on the whole night. Oh, well... You can't wear your hat. Hey, hey, Ian, don't wear your hat. Okay, there you go. <laughs> take your hat off. What's yeah. the matter with now, you? Now that, now that we have that taken care of, <laughs> we, we talk about the 70-52 Barons victory. Matt. There you go. We, we have officially flagged him down. It'll... It'll take him three years to go around Jamaica to get to us. He sure will. But uh, we are going to wait for that. But the defense, and, and maybe I'll wait to talk to Coach. The defense, oh, you know what? We're going to wait. <laughs> Congratulations, buddy. With us now, we have the victorious head coach, Matt Ashcroft. So I'll first start off, how does it feel being a player and now being on the opposite end with a championship? It's different. It's a lot different, right? But, it, I mean, it's still the same feeling. It's, it's absolutely amazing. So happy for these kids. I think the one difference is, as a player, as a coach, you make all your, uh, your impact on the game uh, the days and weeks leading up to it in the preparation. And then on game day, the players just go out and execute the game plan. So it was all the kids. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, our work was done last night or the night prior. This was all these kids today, man. They were unbelievable. I'm so happy for them. So, of course, we talk about Anthony. We talk about Kevin. We talk about Zion. You get Reese back. Yep. Tell us about, obviously, you know, 11 yeah. points, multiple uh, I heard he had 11, digit rebounds. 11 points, 11 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists. Yeah. And, talk about his return. Well, he, he didn't do much for 13 days, and he just willed. He, he, he will. I mean, he's not 100%. He's hurting over there. And he said, There's an, I'm not missing this game. And let's give credit, by the way, to our guys for getting us here without him. Because, boy, did we miss him on the boards, right? Forget his shot just for a second. Forget mm -hmm. what he does for us offensively for a second, which he's, he's our second leading scorer. Let's give credit to our other kids because we know how much of a, a big of a piece Reese is. So give credit to our kids for getting us here um, when we were back to full strength. It's been 40 years since... Exeter have even been in this position yeah. to even have a chance to win a championship. Yeah. What is that like to break that that spell of you being the guy and this team being the team? Yeah, it's neat. I, you know, um, I, I guess it was the day before the, the Reading game. You know, you don't want to get sentimental, but you know, you're you're, you're hearing it's been it's been uh, 40 years, whatever it's been since since we've been in the county final and Exeter hasn't won since 1972 and and. It was our, we, our coaching staff, we, we, it was after practice, and we were walking out, and someone said um, something to the extent of, like, uh, you know, are some of our guys going to be here in terms of our alums? You know, they were talking about the county championship. And obviously we've been here four years, so it's four short years. So we look back to the Alex Javier's, the Matt David Heiser's, the Colin Payne's, and they said, yeah, all those guys will be here. Um, but, like, you know, it, it hasn't happened at Exeter, right? Mm -hmm. so, so it's kind of neat to be on the front line to this, to like, we want to pave a path. We want to create that winning tradition. We want to have, we even mentioned, um, Coach Noggle said, wouldn't it be neat to have a Thanksgiving day where all of our alums come back because they're in love with the program? And you know what I mean? So it's neat to be on the front lines of we're building something and it's all about family and all about relationships. And um, at the end of the day, I think that's what we're, we're trying to do. We're trying to build relationships. We're trying to help mold young men and have an impact on their lives. And and if we can win a couple games, 
you know, basketball is just a tool to, to do that, right? I think it's the greatest tool in the world to do that. Um, but that, that's what we're trying to do. And I, I'm just, like I said, I'm thrilled for these kids. So we, we've been talking all year long as far as defense. You know, it's one of those, you get Trey Groove, a kid like that coming in here, you know what you're going to get. But you know Zion Paschal, Reese, of course, coming back, and Kevin, and the defense, Aiden Dauble out there, and Alex Kelsey. Is there still a bit of concern to say, you know what, this kid can light us up. we got to be careful. Oh, I, was, I had a hard time sleeping for the last three nights. This, uh, he's special. Um, one of our assistants, Coach Seidel, he's uh, – he he came up with Charlie Charlie Cops of the world. Mm. And he said to me on, on Tuesday night after practice, he said, This kid has the quickest release and the sweetest stroke in Eastern PA since Charlie Cop. And I kind of looked at him and that's high praise. Mm. And then I watched about six, eight games and I'm like, he's not lying. Mm. I mean that kid can flat out shoot the mm-hmm. basketball and he needs not even he needs negative time. He needs no airspace. He needs mm-hmm. no time. And Alex and Zion, Kevin played them a little bit, but primarily we had Alex and Zion. They were absolutely wonderful. They were. We wanted to, you know, I guess the, the word we used right before we came out of the, of the locker room was, I want to hound him for 32 minutes. I want to absolutely hound him. I think we hounded him. Yeah. I think we hounded him. We were there on the catch, and uh, he got one, he got free, got loose there at the end on the left wing. That's the only shot he took that was not under duress. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll take that, man. Those Alex and Zion, Kevin were awesome. Yeah. We talked about it. The Barons hit nine threes against Mechanicsburg, two tonight. Two. So you guys were on the perimeter yeah. making sure a hand was in their face, yeah. and you were going to make sure they weren't going to beat you that way. We were. We, we, I thought we fouled too much, which has been mm-hmm. kind of a recurring mm-hmm. theme. Yeah. we got to keep our guys on the floor and then them off the line. We say, guys, we tell them all the time, guys, we are one of the best teams in the state at executing in the half court. We don't think other teams are quite as gifted in the half court as us. But guess what? They can shoot 85% from the foul line. Do not make them make them score over you and in the half court. Keep them out of transition. Keep them out of transition and keep them off the foul line. And then tonight, the third thing was run them off the three-point line because, boy, can they shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I was talking earlier to game um, to one of our coaches. They had four, four, four to five guys that could shoot at all times from three. I haven't personally seen anything like that since the, co- the, the Coach Nesby Muhlenberg Mules. Even last year, Burks Catholic had like three to four guys. They had every guy that could knock down the three. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that since, ne- since the, you know, the Nesby Muhlenberg teams. That's mm-hmm. very rare. So we wanted to make them finish at the rim, maybe with contact, not, not fouling. But we wanted to run them off the three-point line. I didn't realize they only had two. Two. That's, that's just awesome. That is, that is great. Yeah. Ian, anything else? It- Go enjoy this with your team, Coach. Thank you, guys. Congratulations, Thank man. You guys. All Thank right. you for all you guys Thank do. you we'll for you all soon. of your support here all year long. We appreciate you as well. Congratulations. Awesome. Thanks again, guys. All right. We'll all see right. you soon, all right? All right. Take care. All right, bud. All right, Coach Matt Ashcroft of the victorious, your victorious Exeter Eagles. As I get my foot out from the headset wire, if I didn't pull it out, The Tangle of Wire. The Tangle of Wire. That is the Exeter Sports Network on location. (laughs) Have you ever seen such a mess? It can happen. But you know what? It doesn't matter what this looks like. As long as we bring our fans a quality program, what more could they ask for? And we do every time. Absolutely we do. So I don't know if there's really anything else to say. The golden era continues. The golden era continues. So... I'm going to go to my notes here. 
and Exeter's next game. They open the PIAA tournament on March the 10th. So Monday night. Is that Monday night? I think so. No, that no, would be next, fr Friday. next Friday. Oh, Friday. Friday. Next Friday. Okay, well, yeah. then it's Friday because it's March 10th. Yeah. And it's at home. And again, as we talked about, it's a first for the program. Absolutely unbelievable as to the heights that this team has, has reached. The first time that a state game was played at Exeter? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Wow, First man. time ever in the history of the program. Wow, man. That to is, have that a home a opener in the PIAAs, uh -huh. yep. That's a long time. That is a long time. When will we know opponent? Uh, probably after um, the Philadelphia district and okay. the rest of the districts are settled. They play okay. on Saturday. All right. Yeah. Well, barring any other interesting comments from Jerry or Ian, we will call that a close. Dude, I, I, you know, I, I had the same feeling when the football team beat Governor Mifflin last year and when they were making their march through the playoffs. There were times during this game when I had chills because it's so exciting. We watched them from day one, right? And we're watching them. They're at a peak right now, and they can go higher. Yeah. It's, it's dumbfounding to to be this this tiny little speck, the fly on the wall watching it all, isn't it? it? It really is, and let's face it, these kids have provided some unbelievable moments for us this year, just as far as how they've matured, how they've come together. Correct. And it's just, and, and of course, how Coach Ashcroft has molded them Correct. into the team that they are, because it is a different team than what we saw earlier in the season. It's absolutely a different team. It's a, it's a different team from last year. And all these kids have played together for a long period of time, and they know each other, they know their style. And like you said, sky's the limit for this team. They could go very far in the state playoffs. Fingers well, crossed. Fingers crossed, that's right. Well, friends, that'll do it from Hershey, Pennsylvania, the Giants Center. Tonight's final, Exeter 67, Mannheim Central 53, your District 3 5A champion, Exeter Eagles. For my partner, Ian Kelsey, thanks to Jerry Gelliff all season long. I'm Darren Ziner. It has been an absolute pleasure bringing you the 2022-23 season. Jerry, it's it's amazing. It just started yesterday. There could be more to come. I don't know yet because I don't know what the broadcast fees are going to be. I was delaying if, looking for yes, that. <laughs> well, if things, are, if, if things are reasonable, I said this at the end of the Burks Catholic game, which Burks Catholic always also won. So we've got two district champions in our stable, right? Uh, when I find out what the fees are, how much this is going to cost, we'll be able to figure out whether we're going to cover it. All right, there you have it. So we thank you for allowing us into your homes as we share this unbelievably talented Exeter Eagles boys varsity basketball team. And we thank you for joining us on the Exeter Sports Network. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of PIAA Playoff Basketball on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at pennstatehealth.org and the new Birdies Inn. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gallup Media. Good night.